I've been very, very lucky. I went from zero to 40K a month in, in 90 days mm-hmm. uh, consulting. And um, great business, great lifestyle business. As I've kind of evolved over the last six months of building my own business, it's like, well, shit, if I could rewind five years, I I would I would be focused more on how do I diversify my income? How do I reduce the risk right. of of where I make my money every day to make sure that I'm, if I got cut, like I could still be okay. All right, Blake, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Present, <laughs> dude. Okay, you're uh you've been building your go-to-market company in public. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about that because especially right now, like in the in the economy right now, I know nobody likes to talk about it, but it's a wild out there. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Tech companies laying people off. We won't name any names, Enrique. <laughs> Everyone out there. Everyone is laying people off. What's uh what what are your what's your take on everything that's going on right now as far as far as like the the sales and marketing world, like go-to-market strategies, it's getting disrupted a little bit because we don't have any salespeople anymore. Yeah. Like marketing, every marketer I know doesn't have a job. Most yeah. salespeople mm-hmm. I know don't have jobs. What's going on? What's your take? Uh, I mean, and you want the hot take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what, what I'm supposed to what, say? Hey, Luke, hey, it's live. It's live. live. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to say, dude. Hey, no. you signed the waiver. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, Whatever you want to talk about, dude. I mean, it, listen, it's, it's interesting because like, obviously I've, I've hired a lot of those people and yeah. a lot of them don't have jobs. Like they've gone through three jobs since. Like yeah. I I left corporate world like well, 12 months ago, uh, exactly 12 months ago. Okay. Um, I actually plan on going back. I thought I was, uh, I mean, I've been really fortunate to be part of some amazing companies, um, three specifically the last couple of years, 10 years or so. And then um, when I stepped away, I thought, okay, I, I got four little kids, dude. I need, I need a break. Like I need to like not build a, high growth startup for a few months and like focus on my, my wife and kids and, yeah. and, uh, and take a break. And so <clears throat> when I left, um, I thought, okay, we'll take the rest of the year off, uh, hang out, bought a boat, like did that whole thing. Um, and we just, we just played for a couple months and going to November last year, I was like, okay, um, I gotta start, if I got find a job and, uh, start meeting sales leaders or sorry, not meeting, uh, founders. And it was like the same conversation over and over, right? Like, like early stage founders, I love early stage companies and they're like, oh, we'd hire a sales team. We built a sales team and then didn't work out and we let them go. And, but, but now we're ready. Like we're going to hire ourselves here. We're ready now. And, uh, and, and I was like, dude, <laughs> this is the same story. Wild. Like yeah, how it's insane. Like it was just the same thing over and over again. I, I feel really fortunate. I've like seen that stage a few different times and like built those playbooks and, um, and it, it led me to what I'm doing now full time, which is I, I work with early stage founders to build repeatability in their good market functions. Um, and it's been a hell of a journey. Like I, I, I didn't decide to do that really till like the first week. Well, it was over Thanksgiving last year. My wife um, had a handful of offers and like, bless my wife's heart, dude. Like I just said, you know what? I'm actually, I don't, I don't actually want to go back. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's great. But now what? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I was like, well, I'm just going to consult. Like, that makes sense. I could, I could do this. Like, everyone else needs help. Maybe I'll figure this out. And so, you know, first week of December, I'm like, all right, we're going to try this and, and, and start building a consulting business and see mm-hmm. if I can, like, build some repeatability there. It's evolved drastically over the nine months. I mean, I've been very, very lucky. 
I went from zero to 40K a month in, in 90 days mm-hmm. uh, consulting. And um, great business, great lifestyle business. Like mm-hmm. I see my kids every day. I can take them to school every day. I'm there at two o'clock when they come home every day. Like, <laughs> And I can choose who I want to work with, how much, how many clients I want, how, how few I want. And um, you know, watching the evolution of what's happened in the last 12 months and B2B tech specifically, it's like everyone raised all this crazy venture money. Um, I was part of one, raised a hundred million dollars in the last year. Was that, which one was Blackstream. that? Okay. Blackstream. Okay. Yeah. Incredible company. Like yep. we built, we did incredible things. I mean, when I joined, we were 400K of revenue, went to damn near $20 million in two years and yep. built a 85 person sales org. And of course they went through layoffs because everyone else did too. And honestly, what I, what I started to realize more and more was like, at the end of the day, uh, man, I just got to look out for myself. Like I got to look out for me and my family. And yep, yep. like my income is solely dependent upon one employer. And uh, as I've watched my friends go through this, I'm like, these are incredibly talented people, sales people, sales leaders, like good people. And they can go get a job and get cut like that. And Dude. all of a sudden, like they can't pay for their food. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I get it, but I'm going to be honest, like sometimes I have a hard time because I know how much money is in the bank sometimes at these companies. And right. I get it. I, I'm just, at the end of the day, I'm pretty just not a big corporate guy. That's yeah. the reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a corporate guy. I'm not good at it. And, uh, you know, that's probably why I yeah. never work at a big company. Right. So um, anyways, I, I, as I've kind of evolved over the last six months of building my own business, it's like, well, shit, if I could rewind five years, I, I would, I would be focused more on how do I diversify my income? How do I reduce the risk right. of, of where I make my money every day to make sure that I'm, if I got cut, like I could still be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if I lost one, you know, do I have other streams that are, Dude, are making yeah. some money? Right. Yeah. So, um, my focus has shifted a lot the last four or five months on that. And then a big catalyst is that shit. I don't know. I don't, I don't okay. this. Like, I got, I got, so I've been really fortunate to build like decent following on LinkedIn over yeah. 10 years. I mean, I've done it for 10 years. It was not like an overnight thing. <laughs> and all my business comes from LinkedIn, like yeah. posting content, right? Like I just get yeah. business from it. And LinkedIn blocked me a few months ago, I, out of nowhere, like literally deleted my account. It, dude, this is a shit show. I deleted my account. I woke up one day. I was like, hey, your LinkedIn's gone. You've been banned. And I was like, okay, like I've seen this happen. Yeah. I know a few people like this has happened too. So I reached out and they're like, oh, you know, it took a few days. They got it back going and like turned it on. And I'm like, okay, it's a mistake. Yeah. And so I have email and support. And then all of a sudden like the support reps, like, dude, you're, you're permanently banned. Like due to the number of offenses, you're permanent. And I was like, wait, wh- what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. Permanently banned, dude. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> so dude, I'm like panicking at this point. Cause yeah. like, that's my, that's your whole thing. That's my job. Yeah. hundred percent. Like recruiting, yeah. consulting, content, like anything, any streams of income that I even like was thinking about. Yeah. It was dependent upon LinkedIn. And, uh, I spent seven days in legit turmoil going back and forth, fighting with LinkedIn. Like they had no reasoning behind it. I wrote a full article on it. It's on my sub stack. Um, it, it was a wild experience and like such an eye opening experience to me of like, okay, I've never been laid off. Yeah. That's, I think that's as close to being laid off and the emotional experience of that, of like, I legit was, I was ready to work at Walmart, dude. I, yeah. I, I told my wife, like, if I got to work at Walmart, I got to work at Walmart. Cause like, yeah. I don't even know how to like get in contact with CEOs that I might know, right. which sounds stupid, but like, 
I mean, what's so easy on LinkedIn is look someone up and yeah, shoot them. Just shoot them a message. Oh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like now that's gone. And I, right. they wouldn't even let me get on LinkedIn anymore. So anyways, um, it was such an aha, like epiphany of like, well, shit, I, I, I got to reduce the risk of that. If like, if that ever happened, right. I don't own my content on LinkedIn. Like, right. I you don't own your, own don't even own my damn profile. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and if they decide they hate me one day and it's gone, it's gone. And like, how do I reduce? And that? you got it. You got it back though. You got it back. You got it back. Uh, literally the follow last email, I thank God for some amazing people out there that know executives on LinkedIn. Turns out it was a, it was a, it was a mistake on their end an overlook thing. I don't know. That was literally the only email I got from a support person. And then someone higher up emailed me eventually. was like, so sorry. This was our mistake. We didn't mean to do this. And Dude, they turned it back. Th- that happens so much though. People just getting banned for no reason. No reason. They, they just like, like LinkedIn. I've heard that a ton on LinkedIn. Yeah. Bro, that's scary. Yeah, as Chris Orlob. It happened to him. That's why I, I was texting. I was texting Chris. I was like, dude, he has 120,000 followers. I don't think. Yeah, like, yeah. His whole business is LinkedIn and building all his content business. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm texting Chris and he's like, ah. Oh. Anyways, super helpful. I got a yeah. few people that went through it and yeah. incredibly helpful to get back. Dude, that's insane. But I like what you mentioned here because I want to go on this, dive into this because it is something that salespeople should be aware of. Because I went through a layoff. Yeah. Via? Tech company. Yeah, Via. Yep. Got laid off of Via. And uh, I don't know. They didn't want to call it a layoff, but they've had a bunch of layoffs. No, no. It it was um, a a strategy shift. Oh, they, yeah. What they called it was uh, we were, they were like, we were getting rid of dead weight. I was like, oh, I'd only That's that's pretty bold that I guess. I was like, I was only there for six months and I was hitting all my RAM stuff. What the hell are you talking about, dude? Dead weight. I was AE too. (laughs) Anyway, I got laid off. But dude, it was like the most, um, for me, it was the most, uh, one of the, one of the most peaceful experiences ever. I was like, oh, dude, this is sick. Oh, they laid me off. I was like, all right, sounds good, bro. Uh, they were like, we need our laptop. I was like, come and get it. And uh, no, I dr- I drove it to him. I'm not that cool. Uh, I, I gave it back. <laughs> it and, sounded uh, great though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was for my experience was because I went through that so much that I was like, dude, uh, I that's when I realized salespeople. Um, we're just expendable. Yeah. You're just expendable, dude. And it sucks to say that because, like, that's who we are. Yeah. But uh, as soon as it doesn't make sense on the bottom line, you're out. Yeah. And so that's – I actually got in a ton of arguments with people when quiet quitting was a thing on LinkedIn. You remember that? Uh, I, I was like, dude, I literally got in an argument with some, with a past guest of mine on the, on the pod because I was like, dude, what are you talking about? I was like, even if, like, like, he was a CEO and he was like, maybe you should just work harder. And I was like – no, dude, because no amount of work can stop this. Right. We've all seen it. Like, yeah. and I was like, so why should I give a shit about you and your company? I don't have any like I don't have any equity, and if I do, it's not real. That, that's worth anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely. not. It's worth a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, if I have equity, it's not worth anything. If I if I stop making sense to you financially, if your McKinsey uh, consultants come in and I'm not yep. on their hit, if I'm on their hit list, I'm out. Right. So like, why should I care about you? And we got, we went back and forth and, and, but that's when I realized too, that, uh, sales is like the best thing. Cause I didn't have a panic attack when I got laid off because I was like, I'll just go sell something. We'll go sell something. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, so I think that has the salespeople, but I'll tell you what though, Enrique and I were just talking about this. The tech company hired all those people, gave them all that money. And now we have like this oversupply of one year, two year AEs in yeah. the business who think they should be making 200 OTE. Yeah. <laughs> like. Dude, and it's hard because the it's been 
good years the last few years. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and I've, I've hired a lot of them, right? Like yeah. we go through this, like they only know good years. And when I have reps, they're making two, three, 400 K. And then all of a sudden we're in the shit time. Like if you're selling a tech, man, you're going to get your ass kicked for yeah. the next while. Like yeah, it's not a little bit of- easy out there by any means. And, and I think with it's caused this, this like effect of where people like Cody Sanchez, who, you know, if, yeah. if you follow of like, Everyone's like, okay, well, now what? Like, right, now, how do I go? How do I go make two hundred k a year, doing anything else? Mm-hmm. Because the thought of being in tech sounds brutal, dude. Well, and by the way, I am a big proponent of like tech isn't the only. Like, I've made more money outside of tech than I, I feel did. ignorant to feel like I only learned that in the last two years. Oh really? I mean, I legit like I yeah. thought I thought tech was the only way, and honestly, but right. but to be fair, I spent the last ten years. Yeah. In tech. And, and I only started, knew it, yeah. right? And it was good. It was yeah. boom time, right? Like, yeah. just only The joined. last 10 years in tech were good. It was good. Yeah. And now I'm like almost embarrassed to admit like, well, shit, I, I, I you know, the last, <laughs> the last 12 months is I've, I've gone through and, and I made my first acquisition 45 days ago of a unsexy business, right? Yeah. Like, um, I look at it and think, wow, the, I am mind blown at, yeah. at how small business owners make Way more money. Cash money. Cash. Listen, and and a stable <laughs> business that's like, dude, it doesn't matter what the economy's doing. Like, we're in. People are paying for HVAC services. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are. Dude, an HVAC company's dope. Plumbing company's dope. They're killing it. I'm from the Midwest where, like, I knew that, like, and I started, I cut my teeth in sales uh, in cars. I know car, car sales people today who are making 100 right. k a year. Well, people are always buying cars. People always really matter. I just my vending, I just bought a vending machine business forty five days ago. People are always buying snacks, dude. Doesn't yeah. really matter if they're making money. Like you're buying out of my vending machine yeah. at the airport or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like so, like yeah, dude. And that's a great point because um, I did the same thing. So I I got I just got I actually got laid off again <laughs> uh, from from a mar- as of you know the recording of this. Uh, from a marketing company, sales didn't make sales didn't make sense anymore. Yeah. It wasn't cutting the bottom line, and so I was like, "Screw this, dude! I'll just do my own thing." And I want to let people, you know, know what's funny is like, tech. There's a term in tech called cash flow positive. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Most businesses are cash. Most well, should be cash flow positive. It's called profitability. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> what I mean, the irony is like, Christ. I probably spent 10 years not realizing that, right? I mean, my dad, my dad was a small business owner growing up. Yeah. And so, you know, he could not wrap his head around what I did. You know, yeah. You're like, yeah. Very, and I want to be clear, very successful small business owner. Yeah. Like for 45 years, he exited what do, the business. What do you do? Construction. Oh, yeah. That's, Free, yeah. Freeway construction. Like, cash. Yeah. Just cash. Concrete. Like no yeah. one gives a shit. No one really cares. Turns out like he found a niche that like, Kind of only two or three people in the entire Western U.S. do it, mm-hmm. and the thing printed money. And there's, yeah, at the end of the day, it was like how many how many miles of freeway need to get poured, and he would come in and like do special grinding on it, and that was it. And like, yeah. no one cares, no one thinks about it. You're driving on your freeways all day long, and his company's out there doing the work in the middle of the night that just yeah. causes traffic and stuff. And you, yeah, the thing made a lot of money, yeah. and it sold for a lot of money. And he couldn't like wrap his head around the, I work for companies that do 40, 50, 60 million, but like burn equal amount. You know what I mean? I, and what's, it's such a fun, uh, thing to talk about because yeah, I like Cody Sanchez. He's like buys boring businesses. Uh, Walker Dibble, he does the like, uh, acquisition entrepreneurship. Yep. Uh, I like those guys and, uh, it's just, but like, so I started 
a really unsexy business, kind of in the same vein as you, like just recently. Cool. But it's just like, and I tell people that I, uh, it's outsourced SDRs. Unsexy, huge demand. Yeah. I get that question every day, like almost every day. I, people need it. There's so much demand. And like, and what crazy thing is, is like, I don't go to tech. I go to. I go to not yes. sexy businesses who need smart. salespeople. Smart. Tech's oversaturated. Yeah. Everyone's go, mom owns yeah. an outsource SDR. I, I was going to start an outsource SDR shop. Yeah. Not, yeah. And then I realized, like, I'm not going to do this. This sounds terrible. Right. Yeah. Like, you're like, tech is crazy. This yeah. is stupid. But listen, uh, accountants, like we have an accounting yep. company. We have a crypto company. Yep. We have a, uh, we have a um, two marketing companies. Yep. We have an old, uh, they're called Plate Pal. They, cool. they, they sell. This company's crazy. They, uh, you know, when you go to the DMV, it's terrible. Uh-huh. Imagine doing that as a dealership for 400 cars a month. Yeah. It's a nightmare. So they just were like, hey, well, they like have a special process. They'll do it for them. Oh, genius. Crazy. They just and outsource they, that. And they just like, they're just like, uh, we need salespeople. We just need more dealers. Yeah. So I'm like, so smart. I go, okay, boom. Beautiful. <laughs> and like, we got to unsexy businesses. Is like, uh, yeah, I will say salespeople. That, what, what, what you've done so well though, is like what, the, the benefit we've had, we've been in tech for a long time. Yeah. Like, you have, I've been surrounded by the smartest people in the world, like Harvard MBAs, ex consult, yeah. whatever. Like you learn the shit. I didn't yeah. even go to school. I don't know shit about like <laughs> barely. I didn't even know what an MBA was. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. um, but you, you, you get a MBA just vicariously by working through these companies and you understand things that like some of these other businesses just haven't done or, right. or understand before. Yeah. I, I, I was supposed to take over my dad's company 12 years ago, right? When I first started my career. Right. And I look at now and like the irony is now I'm looking for like his company to go acquire. (laughs) He sold it, but like, and I would not want to take it over, but like, I'm like, shit, if I could rewind and like go take that over, the things I would do now that I know how to do it, you know what I mean? um, There's so many things you can do to take what you've learned even from tech and and go apply to some of these other businesses. Well, and and it's easy now to go, uh, because we're looking, I mean, we just started, but now the possibilities are endless because we can go into these unsexy businesses and buy an accounting practice for 50 grand. That's right. Yep. Nothing. And they have 900 tax clients. Yep. And so all, what do you have to do to, like, you don't need to go buy any more business. You need to, an, S, an SDR, we're going to change his title to an account manager yep. and he's going to call all 900 people throughout the year Yep. and just remind them. And sure. we're going to like, and like that it's wild when you, but, but this is the thing is like accountants need sell, construction they're not called salespeople. They're called project managers. Right. But like that's, it's a salesperson. It's like right. they need to go, all right, we're going to bid this job and we're going to convince them that we need to do the, you know, that we're the right yep. guy and then go do it. And that's a lot of salespeople are like, and this is where I, I actually got the most heat from this from tech guys. Cause I was like, my hot take in sales was sales is sales. Yeah. Like I, dude, I sold $150,000 Beamer like Benz's to CEO. Like, who do you think's coming in and buying those? Right. Like I, I was like, I can, it'll take me a minute to learn the nuances of your tech. Yeah. But I can sell your $20,000 of your tech. Yeah. To, to a CEO. I, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Eight years ago, I was probably that sales leader. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, but it's not tech sales. And right. Like, I've come full circle. <laughs> I've come like, especially the last five years. Well, no, man. you're awesome, like, man. Tech, you know, sales is sales. Sales like, is sales, dude. It, it truly cool. doesn't matter. And whether you need, need to know how to use Salesforce and outreach, like, doesn't really matter. You're like, dude, watch a YouTube video. Yeah, exactly. I, they were like, I remember I walked into my first thing and they were like, how'd you learn outreach stuff? I said, I thought you never used it. I was like, dog, I l- typed it in on YouTube. <laughs> There's a few videos. Actually, there. outreach has their own YouTube channel. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where they walk you through demos all day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is wild, dude. Uh, 
And but I like it though. I mean, tech is fun, dude. It and I think it'll bounce back. I think it's like it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll it's gonna be take five six years, and that's cool. Like at yeah. the end of the day, I I think what I did wrong, if I rewind five years, is like I just over-indexed on it, right? Like I I was it's caught up in the good years. years. I I all of my net worth is tied up in tech, and and then all of a sudden when it's not, then what? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, well, I think if I could rewind five years, how do I how do I diversify my bets and, and say, well, what, what industries are not going away? Like yeah. what's not just vending is not going anywhere, dude. No. Like no, people are still going to buy snacks, right? No matter what, right? HVAC, <laughs> they're still going to buy, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. There's so many other businesses and, um, and that's where like, uh, you know, all of this over the last 12 months has, has just inspired me. Like, okay, I'm going to, I could build a hold co and go acquire multiple companies and, I don't, I want them lean. I don't want to build a huge team. Like I just yeah. want Dude, highly profitable companies, I think, multiple industries. I think Cody uh, Sanchez has talked about this before, but you know what was crazy, uh, crazy business was that I, that I saw one time because I used to, so I got my bachelor's in accounting uh, and then just been in finance. I did finance for a little bit of my career, but those uh, storage yeah. companies, uh-huh. Holy shit. Storage facilities are incredible, man. They're insane. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Huber, um, he's another guy. Like, he only does storage. Yeah. Long term. Like renting facilities. Genius. Like he does. So he he do, he builds publicly. Like he's built such an incredible business. I think, uh, if I, I'm going to quote the strong, but like he's got $100 million in assets. And, oh, yeah. And he's, I think he's 30, 31, something yeah, like dude, that. Yeah, dude. I mean, buying up like public, like public storage, like yeah. right next to these places is just money, dude. Like, dude, there's one Everybody, literally down the street. Yeah. You watch it. They built it. Two, in fact, I, I cold called them like two years ago when they built it. Uh, two guys, two partners, they built it out of the ground. It's tiny and it's like behind the tiny car dealership, yeah. uh-huh. right? But it's down the street. Yeah. And they sold off to uh, Public or I forget, one of the big names. Yeah. And like within two years, and they completely rebranded. I'm like, my my dad lives next to a guy that um, up in Heber. That's all he does is he builds them and then he flips them right away. So like they're yeah. building out in Tooele, massive, massive one. And all the big guys come in and they don't want to go build them and right. have all the capex that goes into that. Yeah, and they just they just acquire them as soon as they're out of the ground. Yeah, That's they it. out of the ground. You get and they hold them forever because because people will come and do it. They right. come buy storage like compartments. So you fill it up fifty percent and then. Yeah, whatever, maybe not even 50. I don't know the they business that well, but. Though they're probably, they're higher than 50, but like, yeah. I mean, they, they print money. And you think about, yeah. you have one manager probably. Like I've never owned, my grandfather yeah. owned one and and he ended up exiting in that, in that business as well. But like, um, you have one, maybe two managers depending on the size, right? Like I'm not mm-hmm. expert in it, but they just, at the end of the day, it's a lean business, low CapEx and they make money and it's subscription revenue. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know like, yeah, and most of, yeah, dude. That's, that's SaaS before SaaS was SaaS. Yeah, for real. Well, and that's why, I mean, I mean, I know you came full circle, but I, I've gotten in so many arguments with people, SaaS leaders. They're like, oh, tech is different. I'm like, no, it's not. Do you think you're the first person who's ever had a subscription model? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, bro, I have a subscription model. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. <laughs> e-com has subscription, dude. Yep. I'm like, they're like, oh, but it's just like most people don't really know what our tech does. I'm like, that that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not a marketing, that's not a marketing pro. That's a marketing. <laughs> like if you can't tell people what it is, dude. I remember working for them. I remember working for my first company. And I was like, so what do we do again? And they tried, they said a bunch of fancy words, and I was like, Oh, so you mean like loom? And they were like, Well. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is starting to sound a lot. I mean, like, look, dude, we'll sell it. 
but like don't <laughs> don't mess with me. Yeah, yeah, don't put good. a bunch of don't put a bunch of HR words in front of me, dog. Like yeah. um I, I talked to another guy too who was trying to tell me about a business and I think people love like but people love complexity if they're trying to see yep. if it's their own thing. Cause I, he was telling me this thing and I was like, so you mean you just buy a lead, you're just a lead generation site. Cause he was like, oh, you set it up for HVAC people. You do all the marketing for them and then sell the leads to the HVAC people. And I was like, oh, so yeah, like lead gen. He's like, no, 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 no. It's the, the. it's like, nah. It's I've just lead before. I actually saw this on Twitter, bro. There was a 12 year old telling me about this on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he, he was like, no, 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 no. But these guys are, but it's cool though. Like. I just think like whenever I pitch my business, I tell people, I'm like, it's not sexy. I, my ta- my tagline is door to door for B2B. Yeah, that's great. I'm like, we just, uh, we just cold call hundred people for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's great. And people, but people like that. Like I've gotten so many, I've gotten so many compliments because they're like, oh, I'm glad that we can just have a, like yeah. my demos are 10 minutes. Yeah. Cause it, by, by the end of 10 minutes, you'll know if you want it. And if you don't, then I'm just going to move on. Cause yeah. I don't. You, in the model. you said, uh, dude, t- tell me about this. What other business ideas have you had that, uh, I do this segment on another podcast that I'm a host on, but like what other business ideas that, that you've had in your head that you didn't start that you maybe were like wild. So I'll tell you mine, like an example. Yeah, let's hear it. Mine was a uh, ghetto food truck. Oh, oh, I like dude, that. Food trucks. It's called, it's called ghetto classics. It's called the ghetto classics food truck. Uh-huh. I'm from poor Iowa. Yeah. So ghetto classics food trucks are like, like ramen, like ramen, yeah. you know, top ramen. Yeah. But it not cooked. We'll so just break take, it up you and, take and like put the basic seasoning. food, and then you fancy like, dude, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, we'll do like break up ramen. No, it's not fit. No, dude, we just make you what you oh, could you eat just, when okay, we were okay. when we were only making thirty thousand dollars a year in my hometown. Yeah, like break up ramen, put the seasoning on top, and then you have like chips. I like like you take like corn, it. like canned corn. Put I mean, that's like taking a cookie, right, and like <laughs> making it big and then charging four dollars for it. I mean, isn't it? To be fair, like. It totally is, bro. Hey, apparently it works, dude. It works. I work for Dirty Dough. Exactly. I know, dude. I'm the I'm the idiot that didn't come up with that idea, dude. Uh, but like, but if, if it has a pink box though, like it'll sell more. Yeah, and apparently it's trademarked if it's pink. Yep. Fuck crumble. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Hey, I saw. I'm just jealous, dude. At the end of the day, I'm just jealous. I wish I could they sell cookies for ten dollars. They had a good one. Food trucks are crazy money, though. Those are good businesses. Are they? I, I've stayed away from food because I sold to that industry, and it's a nightmare. Well, restaurants are different than food trucks. That's fair. Restaurants, I would, wouldn't would touch a restaurant with a yeah. tefa pole. Yeah. Food trucks, lean, low yeah. low overhead. And what do you expect when you go to a food truck? It's going to cost a lot of fucking yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's your, that, that's why, I mean, that's why... Unless you're like a high-end Italian place, but that's why like McDonald's can only charge a dollar or five bucks for a burger. Yeah. But if you go to a food truck, they're going to charge you 15. It's 15 bucks, yeah. yeah. So like um, they have it. But anyway, those are mine. You got any crazy ones that you're like, man, I, I mean, wish. Dude, I, I, I wish I had business like ideas crazy. every day. I wish I'd, I, all the time. All right. All, all right. the time. Yeah, it's give, like, give me like it's, your top three. It's the, it's the problem of like, <clears throat> well, what I work through now is like, okay, well, how, how can I make a couple hundred bucks here and there all the time? Okay. And, uh. If I do that enough, y'all figure it out. And and ultimately, what I'm trying to just optimize for is like, can uh, can a yeah. couple hundred bucks become a couple thousand bucks here and there? Right. And uh, and like build on top of that. I right. I am probably like, I'm probably at this point mostly out of the camp of starting something something from zero again. Yeah, that's it's tough. Dude. It's tough. It's it's tough. tough. And like, um, I'm like really fortunate to be a spa. I think acquisition is is kind of my only future option and like way to go and 
um, and I can do it and I want to do it honestly. And I would, I want to be able to buy a business and day one, like making money. Yeah. And the zero to one though, man, like it's a joke. And yeah. I don't, I just don't have to. I mean, I got, I got lucky with my zero to one because my pod, like I had a, I had a fun. You have momentum. It's different. Yeah, it's different. Right. Like, um, you, but I, I wouldn't want to do it courses again. that like, but I also selling courses, but I have a following. It's yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? So yes, it's like, yes, 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 I, yes, I already yes. have this, this business going and I'm yeah. not going to say it's be crazy lucrative. I don't care for it to be, but, no, but it's cool. if it's stuff I'm already doing all the time, yeah, like paid for it doesn't take a lot more work. Like, so and people will buy it. Like, yeah. I think, you know, I have a little sales course that I do, you know, cause I wanted to get into sales consulting and training. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a crazy industry to get into. Mm-hmm. Stupid. So I was like, well, why don't we just make a sales company and I'll just train my own company? <laughs> yeah. Just did. We, dude, uh, does our, I, I guess I got blessed with a little bit of ignorance, but our, our outsourced SDR companies, I mean, I know there's some big ones out there. Like I did my big research, but. There, um, there's like, a gajillion of them. Yeah. They're freaking everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah. But, 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 but to your point, most of them, most of them are targeting tech. Which is crazy. Why would you. It's crazy. And, and like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's pretty wild like yeah it the you, ha, you have kind of a two buckets you have like north american based reps yeah where they'll they'll contract with them right. uh and then you have completely outsourced reps out of philippines india yeah wherever that, well, in, in, english speaking but like yeah um in a day two reps are gonna cost someone nine to twelve thousand bucks a month and six month contracts and and like oh that's crazy I, a lot of my customers have worked with them and I'm just like, holy shit, dude, I could do this in my sleep. And it, it's, it's like, they just send their scripts. They send it out. Like, no, and nobody gets leads from, um, and well, I'm just the, like mind blown. Here's the problem with a lot of those other ones. Cause I have seen a lot of like lead gen companies, but they do performance based. Mm-hmm. And I, and I am so anti-performance based mm-hmm. in sales when like not commit, like we work for commission, Yeah, but like if you're, to me, a red flag would be like, to me, there'd be a little bit of a red flag if like you came up to me, I'll sell for free. I'd be like, so what's going on, bro? You know what I mean? Like what's happening? Yeah. But isn't that, I don't know. Do you feel the same way or am I like smoking? hundred percent commission or, or just completely KPI. Like uh, you pay me on outcomes only. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody wants that, but like. But no one's get. I no, yeah. I just don't. I, Does your age? I'm not convinced. It, yeah, I'm not <laughs> convinced it's gonna work. work That's just like unrealistic. It, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I mean, like small base. Yeah. Plus commission. Like you got. I think you have to do that for salespeople because like nobody works for commission only. Right. And I and I've only had bad experiences with commission only reps. Yeah. Because it, there comes to a point where like you get what you pay for. Well, you get what you pay for, and like what's the there's a what's the big term in tech or it's in sales, but there was a one in tech. Um. I can't remember, but it was something like pay plans dictate behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Comp plans dictate behavior. Totally. Okay. Well, that's all you need to know about yeah. performance only. So like these SDR companies, I'm like, I actually, I, I converted one person over because they were like, well, this guy will do it. Uh, and I only pay for the leads I get. I go, okay, cool. Well, call me in a week when he doesn't give you an alien. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> super give, common. It's yeah, like, super common. Just call me, just call me later. Yeah. You know, and then there, the incentives are aligned. Like if you're paying me, I feel like I have to work. And you feel like you have to help me. Yep. It's like, I'm not, I can't just do this for you, right? Like it's your right. company, bro. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Tell, tell me your thoughts on this. Yeah. I mean, look at the door-to-door guys. Like, I, they're, they are 100% commission-based. 100%. But it's, it's, uh, you, you're, you're taking a team, you're taking them out of their city, you're going to a, 
different location. You're basically giving them leads, though. That's right. Like, That's right. This street is who we're going to. It's a very different experience. Yeah. Very different experience. Car salespeople are 100% commission. I was 100%. I, I didn't know yep. that. Actually, everybody in the dealership is 100 Even the guy, even the mechanics who really? drive wrenches are 100% commission. No kidding. Yeah. But like, but that's different because I got 50 people walking through my door every day because right. Honda's advertising for me. Yeah. So I'll do that. Yeah. There's there's an incentive. You <laughs> yeah. want to be standing in front of that door. Yeah. I'll stand in front of the door and I'll sell two cars a day. And if I sell 20 cars a month, I'm making AK a month. Yep. Or nine or 10. Yeah. But if so you have like, to go pick up the phone a hundred times. Yeah. But if you're like, hey. It go, hopes you make it all. Yeah. This is like Wolf of Wall Street shit. Like, here's the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Those days are over. Like, yeah. I just think we're past those. And I get a lot, I'm going to get a lot of heat for this right now. Somebody's going to, some fucking YouTube chump is going to go in my comments right now. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's so you just don't make keep, sure you comment. We're watching, dude. That's just I'm make sure you comment a lot so they help say out. <laughs> I told that one guy, I told that to a guy on TikTok once. He was clowning me. I made a TikTok, I made a sales video. He was clowning me. And I was like, thanks for helping my video get 30,000 views, bro. And he's like, and then he commented back. He's like, the level of ignorance in that comment is insane. I'm like, thanks again. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. Uh, dude, I was pissed, bro. Uh, have you ever thought, have, what's the craziest, you make sales content. Yeah. You ever got, sure. you ever, what's the craziest, like, disagree, like, what's the crazy, like the thing you posted that you thought, there's no way anybody will disagree with this. Somebody did. Do you oh, have dude, I, uh, I don't gauge. Honestly, okay. I can't, like, um. I got I got thrown up on one of those uh, Reddit threads once. That was probably like six months ago. Okay, um, I'm not on. Oh, oh the uh, neither am I. But like yeah. the, the um, what what is that? It, the best of LinkedIn or something. I okay. don't know. I can't remember. It was like six months ago and trolled the shit out of me and like <laughs> I don't know, dude. I honestly I can't remember what it's yeah. about. Yeah, like, I, I hear you. I just uh, I'm actually not even good at like really engaging in like comments. Anyways, yeah. Try to like try to do it but, but do you but you have one that sticks out in your head where you're like damn dude i didn't think anybody would get that oh dude i mean i got so i got some funny ones like yeah tw probably seven eight years ago um man this brings back memories uh i was working at lucid yeah oh right on you know you know rick uh, treferi of course i know i hired rick treferi oh really dude, i got crazy i got dude, a crazy story about rick he, treferi he, he's my homie okay i rick got him on now dude shout out rick rick so uh, let yeah. me tell you about rick dude so <laughs> This is, this is wild. Rick's going to, I'll just send this to Rick. So, um, Rick's going to, I think he was at Solar Winds. I think he was at yes. Solar Winds before. Yeah, he was at Solar Winds right before Lucid. And, um, and, and I was, I can't remember. I was hiring a manager or something at Lucid. And yeah. he, um, we were selling my house at the time. And he, he had walked through my house. We didn't know each other. Yeah. Didn't know each other. I think we were connected on LinkedIn. That was it. Yeah. And, uh, he walked through my house and I think he saw my Lucid jacket in my closet or something like a freaking creep or I don't know. So that, <laughs> He shot me a message on LinkedIn. Like, dude, I think I just walked through your house. And I was like, that's weird. But like, <laughs> we should catch up. I hired a manager. And yeah. anyways, yeah. long story short, I ended up hiring the guy. And okay. like, Rick's Rick, amazing. freaking love Rick, dude. Yeah, Rick's salt of the earth guy, dude. Such a dude. I think he kept that house, speaking of income. I think yeah. he kept that. I think he still rents it out. And I think he moved to Hawaii. Didn't he go to Hawaii? Yeah, he's in Hawaii yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, so. He's with my, my homeland. Uh, but yeah, dude. Anyways, um. I can't, oh, the Lucid. So, so like, I, I, I remember, um, shit, what I post? Oh, I, I posted one time. <clears throat> this is when I, like, kind of, I more I cared more uh, yeah. about, like, who's engaging on my shit and yeah. if people say stuff. And yeah. uh, uh, I, I remember, I think I posted, like, uh, I lied to my team, which is true. I did. Like, we were, and I was just talking about, like, goals and mm -hmm. we'd stretch, like, 
if the if the number was one and a half million, <clears throat> like I'd drive the team towards one eight uh, as opposed to one five. Sure. And like a lot of times, like they didn't even know the difference. It didn't really matter. And well, yeah. Then, what's the difference between one eight and one five? Exactly. So like that was the whole point. And right. But the first time I was like, I lied to my team. Well, it, it blew up. It's yeah. a great headline, dude. It's a great headline. It's, it's like clickbait is shit. Yeah, like God, everyone clicked no, that. Like, clickbait because then you told the story. Exactly. <laughs> I did tell the story, but like, do people troll yeah, the shit out of me? And of course, it went crazy viral to the point where like then like the PR team would lose. It's like pulling me. I was like, okay, how are we gonna handle this? Like, should we? Should you edit it? But if you edit it, then it like looks bad. What's worse? Like people are taking well, screenshots of it. I'm like, oh shit! Like, what did I just do, man? Like, like, bro, we're all were they salespeople? All sell no, no, well, all my team. All no, my- no, 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 no. The people trolling you were they sales? Oh, dude, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Okay. I'm sure. Some I'm sure. People. Some people. Most of it was just like, oh, you're a terrible leader. Like, how could you lie to your team? And they're like, you missed bless the whole my, point. Of- bless my heart's team. My team's heart. Like they're jumping in. Like I'm on his team. Like that's not. It's not how it went at all. Like the team was stoked. Like, you're we, like we achieved a target. We overachieved. Yeah. And the point was like. All I do is drive the team to like a higher goal. That was it. And by the way, everyone does that. Like if our everyone does, it. and now they just do like, all right, this is our goal. This is our stretch goal. Yeah. This is our That's this right. is our super stretch super goal. Moon goal. Here's, like we're gonna tell the board this, but it's actually this. Yeah, exactly. Every it's called sandbagging. <laughs> Welcome to sales. That's right. Tool bag. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> like, so, dude. I remember that one. That one spiraled me for <clears throat> a long time. It was, Dude, that's so. That one I had one, I had one. Uh, it didn't go viral. Well, it went viral on TikTok because I, I I mentioned on a podcast that I I don't like I don't believe in selling to pain points. Like I think it yeah. makes salespeople assholes. Yeah. Like if like if and by the way, everybody can see it coming from like if you and I were on a call and I was like, so tell me, you know, and, and I don't even have to say the word pain points, but you know immediately. Or it's tell going. me what the biggest problem you have in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like, dude, everybody, this is what happens on that call. So tell me what you're really struggling with. They go, <laughs> like, okay, here, um, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we go. okay. I'm struggling. Like my pain points are, and I'm like, session. and I'm like, stop it. I'm like, stop doing that. Like you kind of, you already know. Be a little bit assumptive. Be like, hey Blake, you're running a consulting company. I bet you're struggling with leads. Am, am I off base? <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. Like, yep. okay, cool. I'll let me tell you how you help, and in five minutes, if you don't see it, I'll, I'm out. Yep. And dude, people, how do you sell if you don't know pain points? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> how do I sell if I don't know pain points? Stop. You're it. talking the same buyer every day, all day long. Like it's going to be tech. Like it's selling, all the same. Yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> yeah. You're selling to CEOs. Yeah. And. They all have the same, like, I don't know, dude. 99% of my customers, it's the same story. We don't even, yeah. to your point, I don't have that conversation. Like, yeah. I, you, I got let me guess, you need leads. Yeah. Let me guess, you're at half a million in revenue and like your founder-led sales and you want to hire a salesperson, but I can't actually afford it. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's, yeah, and we're there. Let's right? start there. You're, let's start there. Yeah. Like, I already know what's going on, dude. Yeah. And it doesn't put me in less of an authority position. It doesn't make me weak. It's like, I already know what's going on. Yep. Like you're and my one of my favorite because one of my favorite quotes is you're special and unique just like everybody else. Yeah, I get it. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, your problems are so okay, but let's figure it out because that's great. <laughs> you know, but uh, that was mine, and then I always get I always get punked for uh, I I like um, I call I stole it from somebody 
So it's, I don't know if it's trademarked or whatever, but he says closers are losers. And I love that because I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I get trolled for that all the time. Like, closers are losers. I've never heard that one. You don't close deals? No, no, I do. Like probably more than you. I just don't, people don't feel like I'm closing. Getting close, sure. Because <laughs> isn't that the, isn't that the uh, idea? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm probably the, maybe a least salesperson, salesperson. That's good that though. Exists. That's good like, though. Yeah. You know, we talk like Chris Orlob type people, man. Like that kid's, he's incredible. Yeah. You, know, you want sales training? Go talk to that guy. That's you know cool. I mean, like, I'll go check him out. I'm uh, I'm, I'm a wait. I'm too much of a casual, probably sales person. In my well, approach. well, but that's like, and I like, I love the empathy approach. Um, but it's the same thing, right? Like I don't need to, Yeah. everybody can smell it from a mile away. Yeah. And if your job as a salesperson is to like, like disarm and like help people actually help people, right? Then why would you start with all of this same stuff that like every we, other salesperson, every other salesperson is going to hop on the call and say that. And then, um, and Jeffrey Gibmer said, uh, the famous line, which was everybody loves to buy, but they hate to be sold. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you're fine. Create a seamless experience. Like, yeah, it's just like, that's great, dude. Yeah. We, we had that with marketing. I think a lot of tech companies don't market a ton. When a, when a lot of B2B buyers would probably just click buy. Right. Like, like you don't have a self-serve thing. Like I remember at one of my tech companies, we were selling like $8 a month things. And I was like, just put it. What do you, what do you, what do you salesperson for? <laughs> just click on it, dude. Yeah. I like, I got Amazon products to sell for more than this, <laughs> like at FBA. And, uh, and I was like, dude, this is wild. But I love, but you know what, dude, I'm talking a lot of shit on tech. I love tech. It's great. Dude, are you doing FBA? No, but I know a lot of people who don't. Uh, I actually, I want to start. You want to hear one of my business ideas? Sure, yeah. Somebody should steal it because I don't have enough money to start it right now. Let's do it. It's, it's uh, sunglasses for fat heads. Mm. I got a noodle, man. Oh, got, all my Polynesian brethren. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, um, and so the way the glasses are made, uh, a lot of them only go to like a hundred and like I, Oakley has like their XL, Holbrook yeah, uh -huh, XL. Uh -huh. It's like 140, 138, 140 temple length. I measured my temples. Yeah, I, I have never, never knew that was a thing. Yeah. But you, you figure out like, I was like, why do my eyes hurt? I was like, I need wider lenses or wider frames. And I would go to like these, it was like 138 millimeter. I measured temple to temple. Mine's like 170. Damn. And the, and the whole book's trying to sell to me. Damn. And I'm like, they're like, oh, but it's flexible. I'm like, it gives me a headache. Mm. So mine's, mine's fat head sunglasses. I like it. We, like, we yeah, start. I think fat heads is taken, but. Fat heads is, yeah, yeah. but, but, um, and then, and then hats for fat heads. Mm. Those, those kind of exist more, but I, you can't only do Amazon FBA with one product. You got to have like two or three. Yeah. It makes sense. Right. So that was like, like hats and fats, head sunglasses. I like him. I, uh, I did, I did, uh, my first business ever was, um, a tractor business, like, like just, just like running a tractor and knocking weeds down. I think oh. that thing printed money, dude. Dude, all of these boring businesses. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's what Cody. I was like sixteen. Uh, uh, yeah, sixteen. No, mm -hmm. I, well, I started when I was like twelve. Yeah, because my dad had a construction company, right? And then, um, so I had access to tractors. I grew up mm -hmm. operating tractors, and and I was like, dude, I don't want to like, I don't want to work at McDonald's like my friends when they're fourteen, fifteen years old. Like, 
<laughs> 10 bucks an hour. It wasn't 10 bucks an hour back then. It was like seven, yeah. 70 bucks an hour. I was like, that sounds crazy. Yeah. And, yeah, dude. and so I, I went around, dude, and like, we, I would knock weeds down in California, I grew up in Southern California. And if you didn't knock your weeds down, they'd send you a, a fine, a weed abatement notice. And they'd charge you a fortune. So I just come in, like, undercut the city and say, like, oh, I'll do it for 300 bucks. And I'll drive my tractor and knock your weeds down. And built a kick-ass little business, dude. That thing dude, yes. printed money. And then Way I sold it at 18, 19 years old. You sold it? Uh-huh. Somebody was just like, hey, I want your weed whacking business? A competitor, yeah. Like, uh, he did He did the same thing. And I just had a this portfolio scale. of customers that right. every so, year, so, yeah. do the same customers. And uh, and I just sold that thing off. Dude, that's what's up, man. Yeah, it was great. Like, it's funny. Like, I look back now on, you know, I didn't think any different, but like yeah. sold that first one. Would you make it? Would you, would you sell it for? I think I sold it for like 25 grand. Dude. I mean, I was 18 years old. That's awesome. Yeah. And he probably, he got a deal. You were like, sweet. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it was great. And like, to be fair, I don't even remember knowing how I priced it. I, my parents helped me, of course, but like, yeah. um, dude, that's kill. And then I did a digital marketing business after that. You do, you might like this. Like, okay. So I, Let's go. Uh, same thing. Like, I, well, my wife and I got married. We got married up here and then we went to California and, uh, like I didn't know anything. I didn't go to school. So I was like, mm-hmm. School's a joke. I did one semester, two semesters, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, this sure. is not me. And so we left, went to California. I was like, I'll just start a business and make money. That makes sense. And like, <laughs> it's just ignorance, dude. Like, That's totally. awesome. You know I love I mean? it though, dude. And, you're gonna kill it. And like, and so I called it digital marketing. I didn't know what the hell digital marketing was. Like, yeah. now what I know what digital marketing was. So I called it digital marketing. And it was actually it's a great story. It was called Sequoia, Sequoia Digital Marketing. And uh, I did that for two years, not quite two years. And, um, all we did was like digital billboards, right? So like we go into, uh, like high foot traffic areas, cafes, not cafe, like restaurants. Yes. Uh, yes. I've heard of this. gyms yes. and yes. I would sell them like only 80% of the space so they could run their own ads on it. But then the remaining 20%, I could resell to other customers. Right. So like yeah, you still see them around. Now it's yeah. a big thing. I mean, this was 10 years ago. So like now it's pretty popular. In fact, there's a company out of Salt Lake that does it and they're pretty big. Yeah. Um, and anyway, that thing killed it, dude. Ironically, subscription revenue, right? Yeah. So I'd sign a customer up. It paid 100 bucks a month, and I'd run their ad on 30 locations, whatever. 30 TVs. Uh, and, and it would run every certain time, like, whatever. I, I calculate the foot traffic of each location, you know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, sold that one to a much bigger competitor. Um, and dude, why don't you years. have, like, 8X founder on your LinkedIn right now, Doc? Oh, because <laughs> I hate that shit, dude. The, the, the day I get to delete my LinkedIn is like the day I've made it. Yeah, so when yeah. I banish, not by getting blocked and I just like am gone, that's the day, right? Ah, Blake's done, dude. Uh, Blake retired. That's it. That's yeah, the goal. eight exits. That's it. <laughs> shit. No. It's awesome, bro. It's embarrassing. Um, that's cute. Anyways, dude. yeah. It's like that was a catalyst for us to get out of California after that. Okay. It was like, all right, now we're just getting tech. But you wouldn't talk about unsexy money, dude. I was just selling to local small businesses, like yeah. knocking doors, making shit up, dude. I had bro, no but clue. that's where you get it. Like that's sell, that's selling, bro. Yeah, that like if you haven't done door to door or you haven't grinded, like mate, I, I don't know, man. That I feel like it's a rite of passage. Obviously, yeah. you don't have to do that to be a good salesperson. Yeah, but I just feel there's something fun about it, dude. Yeah. I love going back and like going into like these companies just. Hey, is your owner in the back, dude? Yeah. Can I go yeah. talk to him real the quick? I got school. an idea. Yeah, dude. Knocking yes. doors. Dude, my brother, my brother-in-law worked for me for a little bit. Um, and, and like I was young. So like I was just like, hey, come to California, come knock doors for me. Right. Yeah. And I'll never forget we walked into a mattress firm 
and he was like, come show me how. And this was like my first experience, like leading a salesperson. Yeah. And I was like, come on, dude, this is not hard. And like, I, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like, let's be clear. <laughs> I was just like pre total pretending, like, yeah. let me show you how to do this. Right. I remember walking this match I'm like, dude, we got to get this deal. Cause like, yeah, I got to show him how to do it. First door we knocked, we locked in. The, the, the owner's literally sitting at the front desk. No, not a single customer in there. And, on, and we sit down. We're there maybe 10 minutes and we walk out with a $200 a month contract. Wow. And, and I'm just like, this is awesome. And yeah. he's like, are you kidding me? How did, how did that just happen? <laughs> and I was like, I, of course, I didn't want to say like, I actually have no idea how that happened. But like, <laughs> like dude, oh, dude, I just asked. Anyways, I remember those days. It's so funny because now like buying his vending business a month yeah. and a half ago, like almost back to square one. Like yeah. the same motion. Like, uh, I, I mean, I'm not working on scaling it right this second, but like, I'm like, okay, when I, I'm just going to go knock doors. Like, I'll just show hey, up. Can to I these. put a vending machine in here? Exactly. Like distribution center and You're like, show hey, up. and cost you a dime. Yeah. And it, like, Hopefully there's, there's yeah. something in my heart that like wants me to go back to those days. And Dude, it's, it's it just takes you back. Like, it's just back to like, this is how life Basic is, sales, human-y human sales. Yeah. Not worried about like this auto dialer and sequencing and all that. Yeah, that's stuff. right. So, like, dude, it's nice to step away from that. I freaking love it. Well, Blake, dude, I appreciate you coming. Appreciate you being here, dude. Before I let you go, let everybody know where they can find you, all your businesses. Yeah, um, LinkedIn's the best way right now. Uh, maybe I'll disappear in 10 years, who knows? But yeah. uh, find me on LinkedIn, shoot me a note. I'm not very good at <laughs> replying to them, but uh, email, of course, and I'm trying to get on Twitter. But I've been on Twitter a little bit, but I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. And then my blog. My blog's probably the best way. I, okay. I update everything. Substack. Substack. I'm building everything in public on there. So full P&Ls of all my businesses and what we're going to acquire, what we're continuing to work on and build and I don't know, hopefully it'll inspire someone to Dude. do something. Hell yeah, bro. Well, thank you so much, man. Appreciate thank you. It. Appreciate it.